This podcast was first broadcast on Mix 92.6. Go to Mix92.6.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around Hertfordshire and from further afield. Now, home energy stores, big batteries that store electricity for later use around your home, are starting to become more popular. They go well with solar panels as they can store electricity made in the sun during the day for use at night when the sun has gone in, rather than that electricity being sold into the grid at a low price when it's produced and you then having to pay full price for electricity when you need it in the evening. If you're having solar panels fitted with the Hertfordshire Solar Together scheme, you will have been given the option to buy them as part of your solar installation. But even without solar panels, home energy stores have a use if your electricity provider gives you a good off-peak rate, storing cheaper off-peak electricity at night so you can use it during the day. Home energy stores do have some sustainability credentials too. By making better use of off-peak electricity, you can shift your electricity usage to times of day when carbon emissions from the grid are lower. This reduces the climate impact of the power you use and helps alleviate the UK's dependence on gas, which is used to top up renewable and nuclear power to satisfy peak demand. As with all batteries, there is some concern around the sourcing of the raw materials that go into making the batteries. But plans by some manufacturers to recycle electric vehicle batteries for this purpose would help alleviate those concerns. But how well do home batteries work in reality? How easy is installation and how easy are they to use? Where do you put them and are they worth the effort? Well, let's hear about the real-life experience of two local people, Rachel and Juliet. Neither have had their batteries for that long, but both have had them long enough to appreciate the ups and downs and whether they're glad they've got them. Let's start with Rachel, and my first question to her was how long she'd had her batteries for. Well, we had them installed on the 6th of October, so not very long. And why did you decide to get them? Well, we decided to get them because we had a very good overnight rate on our um, electricity deal with Octopus. So we were receiving overnight rate at about 7.5p per kilowatt hour as compared to 40p per kilowatt hour during the day. So that was a good idea to try and store as much electricity overnight. And on top of that, we also have some solar panels. So it was a way to capture some of the excess solar on a, on a good day so that we weren't wasting it, just sending it back to the grid for no benefit. OK, so you'd already had your solar panels fitted. You had the batteries fitted afterwards. That's right. Yeah, we didn't originally get because we did. We haven't got um, very many of them. But as it turns out, we only needed six and we're still running the house with some excess. Okay. And do you know what the capacity of your batteries are? Because they do vary, don't they? Yes, they do. Um, Each of our batteries has a 12.8 kilowatt storage. So we have four of them and they each store 12.8 kilowatts. Right. Okay. And do you need anything else to go with those or do you just have the, the four batteries? So we have the four batteries and for each two batteries, we have a controller unit. 
And those two then control units combined together to give us our t- overall information. Lovely. And can you just describe to us what this looks like? Just if this is relevant, yes. if somebody's thinking, well, where might I put this? What, what kind yes. of space would I need? So we have um, a coat cupboard, like a two door opening coat cupboard. So if you think about the size of two doors, they fit behind that, no problem. And we have them on the, the back wall of the coat cupboard. So we still have coats hanging in front and that's not a problem. Um, they stand out about 17 centimetres from the wall. You could have them in an office or a garage. I mean, they, they're pretty flexible in where they put them. OK, but they're not desperately attractive. Do have a bit of an industrial look. They have a very much an industrial look, yes. So they would be, they're nice to be tucked away somewhere. Now, you've said that you already had your solar panels fitted, so all the wiring and stuff wasn't part of that installation. Was it a lot of bother for you to get the batteries installed? No, it took less than a day. We had the wiring, obviously, everything in for the solar panels, but this is a completely separate kit. They just connected. Okay. Now, you've said that you got the batteries so that you could take advantage of cheap electricity at night. So can you just explain kind of how that works? Um, Do you have to sort of switch things on and off? Do you have things timed or um, how how do they work in your house? So the overnight rate kicks in at 11.30 p.m. and finishes at 5.30 a.m. So the system is powered by an app and we have that timed, obviously, to start filling the battery after 11.30 at night. And then during the day, if there's sunshine, we take electricity, obviously, from the solar and then it prioritises to use solar first and then the battery and then the grid. Right. Okay. And you find that meets your demand for electricity during the day. You don't need to buy any peak rate electricity. No, it, the battery and the solar covers that. That's on our average usage. Obviously, if you have a high usage day for some reason, we need to do something during the day that we don't. We normally do at night. Then you may run down your battery more quickly. I'd say we probably empty the battery maybe once. And you've sort of described you've got an app to control all of this. Yes. Do you find it on the whole easy to use? Yes, yeah, very easy to look at. You've got a good visual. You can see whether it's coming from the grid. You can see whether it's coming from the solar panel or you can see whether it's coming from a combination and you can see exactly what you're using in the house. It also has all the data for the day. You get the solar amount of solar you've stored during the day or received actually during the day, how much battery usage you've, you have used, how much you've given back to the grid and how and what your consumption is. Okay. And you've got all that information at your fingertips. It sounds like you're well on top of working out exactly how things are working for you. Yes. Have you thought about the cost and the payback period? Yes. So the outlay was just over £8,000 for the four batteries and the two control panels, plus obviously the installation. At the moment, we're saving about £5 a day. So that actually works out to roughly £1,900-ish per annum. So obviously our payback period at the moment is about four years. But obviously things change if the energy prices increase obviously we'll get a shorter payback time. That payback period can certainly change a lot depending on usage, on prices, etc., and what you're using it for and when you're using your electricity. Okay. And do you think that it would be worth having the batteries if you didn't have the solar panels? Absolutely. I think it really would. We'd be very much reliant on having a good overnight rate with your electricity provider. So if you had no solar, it would be fine. I mean, and, and we would definitely have still done that because our rate overnight is such a difference between the 7.5p overnight to the 40p during the day per kilowatt. Okay, so it sounds like in your circumstances with those good night rates, you'd, you'd yes. recommend a battery. 
Absolutely. I think we're, we're, saving, we're saving some good money. Brilliant. Um, would you do anything differently if you were buying the batteries again? No, I think we pretty much would do what we've done this time. But yeah, no, I would just recommend it's a, it's a good thing to think about. Obviously, it is a capital outlay that you need to be able to be prepared to, to make. But I think that the, the payback time, especially in these days and times, is a lot shorter than you may think. Certainly sounds like it. Rachel, thank you so much for telling us about that. I was talking there to Rachel. Many thanks to her. Now let's hear from Juliet, also quite new to home batteries, but with a slightly different experience. Juliet, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. So let's start off with how long you've had your home batteries. We had them installed when we had solar panels installed this May. So we've had them for less than 12 months. And was your decision to get the batteries, was that connected with your decision to get the solar panels? Yeah, it was really. I mean, solar panels was our first thing that we wanted to do. We've not long moved into the house and we knew that we had a good south facing roof. So that was a a big incentive. And in speaking to the company, they put forward a case for getting a battery as well to maximise the use of the solar. But also even in the winter when you're getting very little solar, it's paying for itself then as well. So it was a year year round benefit with the battery. Okay. And when you say getting the benefit in the winter, that's by storing off-peak energy during the night and then being able to use it during the that's day. That's right. So yeah, the very nice chat from our company explained that the idea is that when you get your solar panels and your battery, you switch to an off-peak tariff where overnight you've, you've got four hours, it's roughly 10p a unit. And in the day, it's a little bit more, it's 40p a unit. But as long as you use around about 20% of, of your usage overnight, it works out cheaper than the the capped tariff that everyone else is on so okay and you didn't have a problem getting a tariff that was a lot cheaper at night we didn't we were with bulb who have gone bust now but we've we're now been moved on to octopus and both of them had those tariffs okay so let's think about your batteries do you know what the capacity of so we've got one or two yeah, what the capacity we've got is? one we've got quite a small system it's quite a small roof and quite a small house so we don't need loads we've got a 5.2 kilowatt hour battery okay and how big is your battery and, and where do you keep it it's in the loft just have a, a storage loft it's about the size it's about one and a half times the size of carry-on luggage and the the inverter which is above it so it's, it kind of takes up a bit of a wall. Okay. And was it easy to install? Did you notice it was a lot of extra wiring compared with the solar panels? No, it it was all done. I mean, all the the panels and all the gizmos were put in within one working day. I certainly didn't notice any extra disruption. So how does what you've got, how does it work for you day to day? Do you have to change things just depending on whether you're getting energy from your solar panels? Well, how does it work? Um, all we've changed is now we are, we're, we've got quite a lot of tree cover around here. So our solar in the winter is quite low. And it does, if we, if we have any excess, it will top up the battery during the day. But we just charge it for the four hours overnight to its full capacity. And then we use that during the day. And any bonus from the solar is great. In the summer, we hardly charged it overnight at all because the sun was charging it to 100%. And any energy that we were using in the day was also covered by the, the solar. We weren't paying for a lot of electricity at all in the, in the summer. And do you find, Juliet, that what you can store in the battery is sufficient for your electricity needs during the day? It covers us till about tea time. So we could have more, but at the same time, 
in the summer, it would be a bit of, of a waste to have batteries empty when we've got all that solar. So we could have paid for a bigger system in hindsight. 77% of our energy I've worked out from last month was, was on the cheap tariffs. We also can run dishwashers and washing machines overnight as well. So it's not just charging the battery. Okay. So do you find that it's easy to use the battery? How do you control it? Do you, yeah, it do works. you have an app? Yeah. Or? Of course, yes, everything has an app these days, doesn't it? So yeah, it works on an app. Um, so when we kind of started to switch from solar to um, needing to top it up a bit more, I can change that every five minutes if I want to, but I just went onto the app, switched it to 100% charge overnight, set the times and, and that was that. So very easy and do you do you keep a tab on how much you are saving have you got any idea about yeah. payback period? well I just I just just had a look at November so obviously it changes depending on your usage and for November we used 660 kilowatt hours because we've got an electric car as well so an electric van and like I say 77% of that was at the lower tariff if you kind of average it out, our electricity cost us about 15p a unit, which compared to, you know, the, the standard is pretty good. So that saved us £122 in November. Would that be pretty typical? Do you, do you know how long it will take for you to recoup the cost of the battery? When we were quoted, it was 12 years, but we were quoted based on electricity costing about 17p. So obviously, it's not, it's not anywhere near that anymore. So the battery itself was about £3,000. So that would be paid off within about two years. I think probably that's maybe a, a bit of an exaggerated one. So maybe three or four years to pay off the battery and the system itself with the solar, maybe four years, the way things are going, if, if, if energy prices stay as high as they are. Do you think it'd be worth having your batteries if you didn't have the solar panels? Um, I, I think it would. Having kind of looked at how much we're saving, I mean, any company that's going to do you a quote will give you a, a payback period and you can kind of do the maths from there. People imagine that a system would cost a lot more than it actually does and would pay back in a lot longer time because historically it has been a lot longer. Uh, we wanted the solar for our own reasons as much as a money saving thing and we thought 10 years was a was a reasonable investment three or four years now looks like a very good investment indeed but um yeah. i think and and when you got the batteries juliet was money uh and uh, the main issue or was your carbon footprint a bigger deal it was for to, you? yeah it was to do with the carbon footprint um and batteries were a secondary thing for us the solar was was the first was the first thing if I'd known I was almost tempted to get the solar without the batteries obviously you miss out on your excess solar then goes to the grid at a very low rate so you don't get the benefit of that if you don't have a battery so that was why we added the battery we were you know the the, the numbers made sense to do that but now I know how much it's saving us in the winter yeah I would have I would have well I would never have known but I would have felt like I, I should have got got them as well if I hadn't if I if I hadn't got them. Okay, so it sounds like you'd recommend getting Definitely. a home yeah. battery. Yeah, I just wondered, would you do anything different? Would you go for a bigger battery if you were buying? Again? Um, I would look at it probably in a bit more detail, knowing what I know now. I'm not sure that actually it would make make sense for us, but I would certainly look at it. Yeah, knowing knowing how much we can save with it with you know that, that it doesn't cover our entire needs that we could probably upgrade and maybe in the future we will I mean we haven't gone a full year yet so we kind of need to run the numbers 
at the end of the year and see see where we are. Yeah. You, you might think about adding a future battery there is a sometime case down the line. Yeah, maybe. Yes. Well, one thing I did think when we got the battery is that I thought we would be covered for power cuts, which obviously is another thing people are talking about at the moment with the uncertainty on the grid. But that's not necessarily the case. So, so, so um, when there's a, so when so there's a just, power cut, yeah. you don't have power, even Same if you do have power stored in your battery. Yeah, that's right. That's good to know. Juliet, no, thank you so that. much for thank telling you. us about that. No worries. Now, I took a look into whether home batteries can ever be used during power cuts, and it appears that unless the system is set up to specifically allow this, you will not be able to use your home battery or solar panels during a power cut because of the risk of electrocution to engineers working to mend the fault. Now, obviously, having a good off-peak electricity tariff is crucial to the payback period for a home battery. The current recommendation is that you stick with the energy provider you have for the moment. So, disappointingly, looking for a good off-peak rate will have to wait for a while if you don't already have one. However, if the deal that you get from your electricity provider already gives you a good off-peak rate or you're having or have solar panels, then perhaps a home battery is worth considering. Do you have a home battery? Do you have a different experience? I'd love to hear what you think. You can get in touch via email. I'm on amanda.yorworth at mix926.com or look for Environment Matters on Mix92.6 on Twitter and Facebook. I'll be back with you at the same time next week, but until then, thank you for listening.